Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion. Welcome Back to the Everyday Saturday podcast, we, we kick off a new five-part series today titled The Pathway to Prosperity. Uh, it's going to be a good series for you to dive into five unique, never-before-recorded audios just for you, my esteemed podcast listener. So as you think about prosperity, what comes to mind? Money, right? Ah, oh, prosperous, prosperous, money, money, money. Well, it's not exactly that. It can be, sure. There's prosperity in that, but wouldn't we want to live, have prosperous health, prosperous relationships, and of course, money. So we'll focus on the business aspect mostly because that's kind of the scorecard that most people track it on. So when you think about that, we're going to look at it from the roadblocks, removing the most common roadblocks that stand between people and prosperity. So let's dive right in with roadblock number one, and that is on the path to prosperity. We trip over all of our past mistakes. Yep, we think about it. We agonize about them. They're just etched in our mind, man. Not so much all the success we've had. It's always those big, huge failures that we just think about. Well, I can't try that because I did it one time or four times, and I've just never had success. Yeah, well, join the club. You know, most people fail a lot before they realize that big win. When you ever, when are you ever? You think you're going to capture the big win on your first try? No. And I want to share examples of my own journey because. The only time I ever give any kind of advice or, you know, any any type of stuff here on the podcast is really only the stuff I've tried that's worked. There's a thousand different ways to get to where you want to go. I'm going to share with you some of the things that have worked for me. Harvest the best, throw away the rest. So I think about, you know, a lot of the roadblocks that came up with me when I first got going, especially in the online world and the speaking world, and this podcast is, is considered public speaking as well, audio form, was that I harped a lot on my past and my past conditioning. I didn't feel like I was worthy enough. Like why would why would I? You know, why would why would just, you know, this nobody here out in the Midwest ever have success creating any kind of content? Nobody knows me. I don't have any track record. You know, I've never made any money as a speaker and never was a coach. And that was a big deal, man. That was a really big roadblock to my own path that I had to remove. You know, think about driving. Whenever you know you got detour signs, you got potholes, you got roadblocks, you got bridges out ahead. Same thing with this entrepreneurial journey or really this journey to your own prosperity. There's going to be a lot of that stuff on the road. It's just not going to be perfectly paved, smooth sailing, all the lights are green, and there's nobody else on the road with you. <laughs> Far from it, you know? But once you learn to navigate these and you learn to become more aware about what's blocking you, a lot of that stuff for me was my past conditioning, you know? So what did I do? Well, the first thing I did was to come to grips with that. Ask myself, why? Why did I have this conditioning? Well, it's because I never tried anything. And it's a chicken or the egg thing. Hey, you want to have success? Get going. Well, I can't get going because I've never had success. 
Well, you're going to have to. And unfortunately, you've got to mentally prepare yourself for you're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. But that has nothing to do with defining who you are. It has to do with where you're going. you got to understand that if you're going to have success, you're going to have to learn. I didn't say fail, but if you want to take that, that's fine too. I mean, I had to learn and really get comfortable with that big old slice of humble pie. Because when I was in a job and you know I got an assignment or I got an account that I had to manage and I was in sales, uh, we were defined by, did, were you able to raise, increase the revenue of that account or were you, did it go down? And if it went down, you failed. And if it went up, you had a big win. You know, and over a period of time, you know, sales campaign could be four months, six months, eight months. You had a sales quote attached to that. We're able to raise the entire book of business you had by, say, 10 percent. And if you did, huge kudos to you. You went on the company trip to Puerto Rico or the Bahamas. You got a plaque, a picture with a boss and away you go. And by the way, you were only as good as your last sales quota that you hit. And so that was my conditioning. You know, I always kind of knew how to play that game. But I never really looked at entrepreneurship as a game. I kind of looked at it as, you know, if I didn't make money, I failed, couldn't pay my bills. Well, this is one big game. The game to pro- the path to prosperity is a big game. If you know how to play it and you know how the pieces work, then you'll be fine. You know, a lot of the times when I talk to people and, and uh, over this five-part series, I'm going to use instances. I'm not going to name people uh, by name. I never do that. But I'm going to give kind of the, the average of what the feedback I get from people about why they don't want to get started on this road, you know, and sometimes, a lot of the times, it comes up, say, well, money, I don't have money to lose. Okay, well, that is such a negative way to look at it, such a negative way to look at money. What about investing? You know, what if, what if you were to put money in the market, and you bought a stock, and it went down in the first 60 days? So you put 10 grand in a stock, and now it's worth seven grand. Do you sell it? Do you quit? You give up? I mean, that's really giving up, right? Selling it. And you know the old adage, you never lose money. You only lose money when you sell. So if you put 10 grand and invest that in yourself, and in 90 days, let's say you didn't have any new leads or clients or speaking gigs or any money coming in. Let's just use money. Like, oh my God, I invested 10 grand in myself and I did not make any money. Okay. What'd you learn? Because in the market, if you were to buy something and you studied that stock and that company and that industry, you sure as heck would learn a lot in that first 90 days. You would become a better investor. Would you double down on that stock? Would you buy more of it? I mean, typically, great investors buy more when the stock goes down because they're not in it for a minute. Okay, They're not in the penny stock where you know, they buy it at noon and sell it by 4 o'clock. You know, they're in this thing for a reason because they studied the industry, they feel like they got knowledge about it, or their broker has studied it for a long period of time. All it did was go down. So all that happened in your own business when you're going after your own prosperity is that you had a little bit of a setback. It went backwards. Okay, great. So 90 days, that's it. Like that's that's the amount of time you gave yourself on the way to pro like when I said the phrase pathway to prosperity, did you think 90 days? You probably thought nine years, right? Like, I'm going to commit to this for a long period of time. Well, if that's the commitment level that you have, 90 days, you should be celebrating everything that you learn. You should be looking at everything that didn't go well, learn from that, and now you know how to do it better for the next 90 days. And by the way, 90 days flies by. I've done so many podcasts on this. Those of you that are OG listeners, uh, you'll know the podcast about the oil change sticker. You know, and now cars are built so well, you don't got to get your oil changed for 6,000 miles, 10,000 miles. But pretty much every time I was buying cars up till a few years ago, every 90 days, 
You had to get the oil changed. 90 days or 3,000 miles. That was the gig. And I remember every time they put that service sticker in the upper left part of my windshield, I'd look at it. And I remember, you know, it would be February, you know, and I'd be thinking, wow, May, can you, because it's 20 degrees and snowy here in Ohio in February. May is so beautiful. I can't even imagine. It's only 90 days away until I get my next oil change. And that's when May is. And it's so funny, but boy, what a mindset shift that was for me. I never really looked at that oil change sticker the same way again. And I started measuring my business like that. I'm like, okay, so revenue right here is now. And in 90 days, that's so fast. Man, if I could just get that higher, that's going to be like in light years, you know? And so when we go on this pathway to prosperity, you have to understand the roadblocks that are going to be ahead of you. And that very first roadblock is going to be your past conditioning how you view money, how you view success, and how you view yourself. Do you even think you're worthy of having prosperity? I never did. Never did. No, grew up broke. Never had a, you know more than a couple nickels in my pocket. I got a paper route at the age of 13, and I got a lot of money, and I bought a moped. 1981, I bought a moped, a Suzuki FA50, and it might as well have been a Rolls Royce. I mean, I was bopping around Bradford, PA on that thing. I mean, my mom had a flipping heart attack because you didn't wear helmets back then or anything. You just got a moped. You went as fast as you can go, and that was it. And so I learned a lot about myself, though. Even at the age of 13 with a paper, I paid $500 for that moped. I remember Alan Suzuki out on East Main Street in Bradford, PA. He drove it to my house for me. Alan, the owner, dropped it off. Here you go, Sammy. I'm like, hey, thanks, man. And that's when my mom had a heart attack when I drove it down the hill. But Ever since that age, anytime I got money, I would immediately buy something. Anytime I got a little money, I would buy something, you know? And that's not good. It's always good to treat yourself, but, you know, when you, only, when you got $600 in your bank account and you throw 500 at a new moped, that's not so good. And I had to learn how to use money. I had to learn how to use my mindset. I had to learn how to leverage money. And my past conditioning was, well, I can't spend money on coaching, can't spend money on training, can't spend money on software. Well, I, I shifted that to... All right, if I invest 10 grand on a coach or I invest five grand in software or buy a course for five grand, how is that going to raise my level? Because if it raises my level in the short term, I know in the long term I can leverage that to make 50, 100, 200 grand with that knowledge, with that software. So I would never invest in a coach or software or any type of course unless I felt like the amount of money it was going to bring me was going to be three to five times what I invested and buying my time to where I can use these new systems or this new knowledge to save myself a ton of time because fast is always better than free. All right. If you can buy something that allows you to get something done faster, it's way better than getting it done for free. Okay. Or having to do it by yourself because look, you can get, find anything on the internet. You can go watch YouTube videos about how to do anything but how much is your time worth? So if you buy a course for three grand, does that save you three months of your time? Oh my God, if it saved you three months, it's worth 30 grand, you know? So your past conditioning about how you view investing in yourself, uh, buying your time, paying other people. Remember, wealthy people buy their time, poor people sell their time. So roadblock number one that you want to watch out about and make some notes about it. Look, write it down. Nobody's going to see it. How do you feel about money? Do you feel you're worth being paid a lot of money for the services and the advice? you got to get over that. I never had that. Like It took me so long to feel worthy 
to charge what I was worth because I didn't feel like, well, everybody else does it or I'm not as good as so-and-so out there. And then I realized nobody has the information I have. It's impossible for them because nobody has my story. And if I frame my services and my coaching in the, in the form of a story, nobody else can compete with that. That was my blue ocean. You know, the red ocean is full of blood, blood in the water. That's where all the sharks are. Everybody's message sounds the same. That blue ocean involves your unique story. Nobody else can copy that. And go to work on that. And go to work on your mindset and understand that, you, hell yes, you're worthy to get this. Absolutely you are. If you don't charge and somebody doesn't pay you, they're probably going to get an inferior product, inferior service from somebody who doesn't have the same passion level you have and isn't as committed. So you better get committed to this thing, man, because it's going to show up in your marketing. It's going to show up in your message, and it will show up ultimately in your bank account. All right? So that's part one. Part one of a five-part new series called The Pathway to Prosperity, Removing the Roadblocks on Your Way to Success. All right, I'll see you back on the podcast tomorrow and have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.